What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Hi, how's it hanging? How you doing? Welcome to the Be That Bitch podcast with the one and only bitch, Allie Griffith. How are y'all doing today? I am so excited. I am not going to lie. Um, it is currently 7.46 at night, the day before this podcast is going to air. And I pulled pulled the audience. We called the class on what y'all wanted to hear about today. And y'all wanted to talk about sex. So, um, hydrate a bitch is a happy bitch. We're going to drink White Claws while we do this because we might need a little liquid courage to have this conversation ever wondered if there's actually water in a white claw i know probably not but i feel like if it's a spike seltzer there has to be some sort of hydration in this but in my defense i have drank a gallon and a half of water today so uh, you know i am a very hydrated bitch and if there is water in this i feel like i will be that much more hydrated um the tango watermelon and black cherry not tango uh tangerine sorry anywho how have y'all been? I'm so excited for today. I'm so excited for this topic. Um, catching you up on the last week of my life like we do per usual. It's a shit show, if I'm <laughs> being completely honest. I feel like summer in general is just a walking disaster. And, you know, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Also, side note. Okay, so I'm a little pissed off about this and I might go on a little bit of a tangent, but you guys know me. I just, I do what I do and I do it best. So Saturday, I took Riley to the park or the pool because I was like, mm, I, it's a lot less difficult to entertain her at the pool. At least she has shit to do there. So we're like, all right, let's go spend the day at the pool. So we went to the pool and I was sitting by the pool and I had my phone in my towel and my Kindle and I was reading while she was swimming, all the things, right? Cool. But the water got a little chilly and I was like, mm, this water's a little chilly. I'm going to go sit over yonder and and warm up, get in the sun a little bit and then I'll get back in the water. So I pick up my towel and I go over there to the lounger chair to sit down and I'm like fidgeting. I'm like, where the fuck is my phone? Like, where is my phone? And so I'm looking for my phone and I'm trying to ping it on my watch and it's like, mm, can't find your phone. And I was like, that's weird. And I asked my sister, I'm like, Hey, have you seen my phone? And she's like, no, but you just had it. I'm like, yeah. She's like, maybe it's in the towel. I'm like shaking the towel out. The bitch ain't in the towel. And in the moment, me and her lock eyes and we're like, fuck. And sure hell is not. It was inside the pool. And Granted, it was in the pool for less than a minute. And when they say those iPhone Pro 12s are water resistant, the devil is a motherfucking lie. The devil is a liar because that shit. <laughs> let me let you in on the evolution of my phone kicking the bucket within two hours, right? So it started with it worked perfectly fine. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then there was this guy at the pool was like, oh, don't worry, it's gonna be fine. I swam in the fucking Pacific Ocean with mine and it worked fine. And I was like, I don't know if I trust you, but cool, I'm gonna hold on to hope there. And so it was fine, it was cool. Then the speaker fucked out on me and I was like, you know, mm, that kind of sucks, but we, we can work around that. So then after the speaker went, then there was like green lines on my screen an hour later. And I was like, well, fuck, this kind of sucks. Like, why are there green lines on my screen? And I was like, mm, it's only one green line. Maybe we can make do with it. Then I stopped getting service. And I was like, well, this is posing a problem. 
And then it totally turned off and would not turn back on. So I spent my entire pool day attempting to get a cell phone. But in luck, my sister's apartment complex is right next door to the Mall of Georgia, which then is also in the Apple stores there. So it was it worked out, but it was still a pain in the ass. So that is how my weekend went. And we recovered by reading all day Sunday. Talking about books. I always like to share the series that I'm reading or the books that I'm reading right now. Y'all, I am reading the Ravenhood series by what's her nuts? What's her nuts? I want to give y'all the author because y'all, when I tell you this is probably one of the best series I have read in a very, 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 very long time. Kate Stewart. It's uh, Flock, Exodus, and the Finish Line. I am obsessed with it obsessed it has destroyed my entire productivity it's destroyed my heart it has built me up and tore me down it has been a very long time since i have read a book that has challenged me mentally emotionally physically spiritually sexually like all the things like it just engulfed every single emotion that i could ever have in this book and it was a chef's kiss i have read all three books in three days. I kid you not. Like that's how obsessed with it I am. I will say, I will say though, and this is my early review. I'll give a full review on my Instagram if you guys care to look at that. I will say though, book one and book two, I feel like those are the best. And I was fine. Like after book two, I felt, I felt at peace. I was like, this is fine. Like I'm cool with it ending that way. And then book three is just like, Eh, it's like an afterthought almost and like trying to like be something it's not. So I don't feel like book three is necessary, but book one and book two will destroy you in the best possible way. Destroy you in the best possible way. So highly, highly recommend that series. It's the Ravenhood series by Kate Stewart, um, which starts with Flock, then Exodus, then Finish Line. Um, so that's what I've been reading. I also read uh, a couple smutty books before that, which you guys know I am the queen of smut. We love, we love a good smut sesh um, and all that. So anywho, that is what I've been reading. That's what I've been up to. Um, if you guys ever think it's a good idea to swim with your phone, please don't do it. But you know, don't take my word for it if you don't trust me. Just don't come bitching at me when your phone's fucked. Just saying. Let's talk about sex, baby. So I was very, when I asked everybody on Instagram what y'all wanted this podcast to be about, I did not expect so many like people wanting to talk about sex, which I feel like, and we're going to get into this whole conversation because I feel like we've got to lay the foundation before we get into the topic, which I've got a lot of good questions that I'm going to be talking about and answering and topics and all that stuff. So I feel like everybody has made it so taboo to talk about sex. Like bedroom talk stays in the bedroom and we don't talk about sex or healthy sex life or this or that and the other. And I'm like, but why? Like, y'all, can we not agree that it is 2022 and that part of a functional, healthy relationship does start with sex and it does have that that foundation built on trust and intimacy and attraction and all those things. And so I don't understand why we all feel so taboo, so weird about talking about it, especially as married women, like as a married woman myself, I'm like, but why? 
Like, no one's sitting there saying, you're not having sex with your husband because that's a little weird if you're not, right? So why do we feel so weird about talking about it? And like, it's so taboo. I have been with, so backstory, I've been with my husband since I was 18 years old. Like, he's been my only other. I only had two partners. I've only had a couple boyfriends. And so I was very, 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 very naive about it. Like, I, you know, like, Boring married people sex is like all I've ever known. And so like I just because nobody talks about it, right? Nobody talks about, oh, there's these things and this things and there's these different types of things and this different types of things. And when I started reading in March and I started opening up my horizons and just like learning about all of this different stuff, I'm like, where has this been all of my life? Right. Where is this wealth of knowledge and me being able to learn in a safe environment and and being able to openly talk about it and being able to openly like understand different things about it? Like, where has this been all my life and why do people not openly talk about sex? Like, I don't get it because it is such an important foundation to so many things. And I don't get why it's such a taboo topic. Like, why do we not want to talk about, you know, intimacy and fitness and or, you know, you know, how to plan around children or, you know, how to keep the mood alive or how to keep the spark after so many years or all of these different topics? Why do we feel like, you know, it's just like a hush hush. You don't talk about it, even when it's our significant others. Like, I will be the first to say that I even felt very like weird and tabooed about speaking it with even with my husband. Like, how awkward is that? Like, oh, I like this or oh, I like this or oh, touch me here or, or do this. Like what? It felt so weird to even speak about it. And so you just kind of go through the motions and you just kind of like ignore the topic at all at hand. And so, you know, with so many of y'all being interested in it and, you know, I've been openly talking about it a little bit more here lately, especially with the genre of books that I disclose that I read. And if any of you guys read my suggestions, you'll know that I'm a little, I'm a little freaky in the head that <laughs> sometimes I make myself laugh. Hold on. I need a sip. That it is such an important topic and it's something that a lot of women don't feel like they have a place to go, even on the internet. Like not even people talk about it on the internet. Like you can find health and fitness influencers and fashion influencers and, you know, fucking dog influencers and parent influencers and all of these different influencers, but you don't very rarely see sex influencers or, you know, ones that are educators. And it's like, why? Why, 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 why? We can never have too much information about it. And so I'm going to answer y'all's questions. And, you know, I'm not a professional. I am just somebody who is um, getting her sex degree in smutty romance books. So. But I will tell you, I have learned so much from them. And it is insane how much you can learn from a book. But I kind of want to just like go through the questions that I've gotten and we can just like open the discussion. And one of the biggest, biggest questions that I've gotten and one of the biggest kind of like wanting conversational topics to have around it is as a woman, right, especially as a bigger woman and somebody who may not have always felt super confident in their skin and super, you know, beautiful and sexy and all that stuff. Like, how do you muster up 
the energy to have, you know, sex with your husband or with your significant other or whatever the case may be. And I would love to tell you that I have always been fantastic with this, right? Like I have always loved my body and always been super active and all that stuff. And I will tell y'all that the way we feel about ourselves is going to be a direct correlation with how we're going to interact intimately with our significant other. And that's something I have had to learn the hard way, especially through two pregnancies and through, you know, post postpartum depression and all of these things like I would go months and months and months and months and months with zero drive with zero drive just because I did not feel great I did not feel amazing about myself I did not feel beautiful and sexy and my mind was so effed up that it was almost like a chore to even think about it and so one thing that I really did whenever that time was you know scheduling it and I know there's nothing sexy about it but when we're struggling mentally having that open conversation with our husband and significant other but also finding ways to make it feel more alluring to us right or even making sure that it does happen even if it feels like a chore sometimes making sure that it does happen because it is so important, but especially when we're not feeling great, like asking ourselves, how can we work on fixing this? How can we work on starting to feel better about ourselves? I think so many times that people, you know, work out because they want to lose weight or, you know, they eat healthy because they want to lose weight and they want to change their body and they want to shrink their self or they want to lose something, right? Lose weight, lose inches, lose pant sizes. We're always focusing on all the shit that we can lose, but we never focus on all the stuff that we can gain, right? And one of the things that you gain from taking care of yourself and being healthy, you know, is feeling better about yourself, is wanting to experience different things with your significant other, is feeling that sexual drive, is feeling sexy. And when we're feeling better and we take better care of ourselves, our energy levels are up, but also our libido's up. Y'all, it is a proven fact <laughs> that exercise creates endorphins, which also heightens your libido. And so if you're not feeling beautiful and amazing about yourself, maybe we have to ask ourselves, how can I treat myself with more love? How can I start treating myself with love and care? And if you guys like want more on that topic, go to the episode right before this, because I talk all about self-love and self-care. But especially when we're not feeling that great about ourselves, like how can we go and do something that makes us feel better about ourselves? Maybe that means going and buying some new lingerie or maybe that means going and getting your nails or toes done or going and getting a spray tan or going and getting your hair done something to make start making you feel beautiful maybe that means going and getting dressed like putting on some makeup putting on clothes and saying hey honey like let's let's go out for dinner or let's have a glass of wine downstairs and listen to music like creating that atmosphere that mood to truly just kind of try to take ourselves out of the day-to-day mundane and that's something that you know a lot of y'all have been asking also is like how do you get in the mood and I feel like we don't get in the mood we create the mood that especially when a lot of us are parents and you know a lot of us have lots of kids or a couple kids a lot of us have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of stress on us. And the last thing we want to think about sometimes is sex. And so maybe that means not waiting till you're in the mood, but creating that yourself. And that might mean music. That might mean, you know, having a good dinner with your husband after the kids go to bed. Or maybe that means, you know, sitting down and talking or doing something that feels intimate to you and something that feels different to you to help y'all kind of reconnect and get in the mood. Or maybe that means, you know, buying a new outfit or new pajamas or taking a shower together or reading a spicy scene in a book, y'all, I will tell you, oh, 
And I've got all the recommendations I'm going to give y'all at the end of this podcast for books. Um, because that has been the one single, sorry, that's another topic for a second, but just focusing, trying to stay focused. Y'all know that I get a little distracted. My ADD kicks in and you know, I've half of a white claw in. So we're, we're going to be all over the place, but we're going to work on this. If I'm going to get super vulnerable about my sex life, I need a little, little bit of that liquid courage, but just creating the mood, not waiting till you're in the mood. And so maybe that means, you know, really just sitting with your husband and sitting down like, Hey, what, what would we like to do to like get more intimate, to get closer together? Do we want to do massages for each other? Do we want to, you know, sit and discuss things or whatever the case may be, but really just focusing on creating that mood. And that is going to make you feel so much closer. I, I I can promise you and guarantee you being intentional about it is not only going to make your sex life better, but it's also going to truly bring you closer with your significant other, but also bring you closer to yourself. Like figuring out how beautiful you are. Y'all, I will tell you the biggest, biggest change from my fitness and from just taking care of myself is how I feel about myself. And that's not to say about the weight. Like y'all know, I still have stretch marks and I still have rolls and my stomach still, I have that little mom pooch and I am not by any means like shredded and like super fit, but I feel so much sexier because I do take care of myself. I feel so much better. I have so much more energy. And by the end of the day, I'm not sitting there dreading and wanting to go to sleep. I am interested in getting intimate and I am interested in you know, talking and and all that stuff. And so y'all just please promise me this, that you'll focus on all that you can gain from fitness and health and nutrition and not all that you can lose. And one thing that you can gain is a better love and understanding for yourself and your body. I like, I used to be the person that would get dressed behind the curtain in the shower. Like I didn't even want to see myself naked. I didn't want to see myself anywhere near like in a bra and underwear. And now like I'll walk around my house in my bra and underwear. I will freaking get like dressed and I I'll not dress like I'll freaking do my makeup and my hair and my bra and underwear now and look at myself in the mirror and honestly can say that I feel like I am so damn beautiful and that has nothing to do with the name like the size of my pants or how much weight I've lost but how I'm taking care of myself how I'm prioritizing myself how I'm choosing self-love and self-care and then that trickles into your you know, your sex life and your and your relationships and all of that stuff. But a healthy sex life also starts with just getting comfortable talking about it, getting comfortable talking with your spouse about what you enjoy, what you guys want to maybe try new things and spice things up and, you know, maybe what feels good to you and what doesn't feel good to you and what, what you want more of and what you don't want more of. I think so many times we feel like we're going to offend our partner. We feel like we're going to, you know, like, you know, I don't know, just rub them the wrong way or make things awkward, but only can make things better. It can only bring us closer. And that is one thing that I've gotten super empowered by with reading is talking more about it, saying more things that I want, saying things that I want to try. Like I'll read a scene in a book or something and I'm like, Ooh, honey, let me read this to you and let me know what you think, because this sounds hot as hell. And I'll literally read it to him and he'll say, "Mm, yeah, we're not doing that. Or, Oh, okay. And so really just opening up the, the conversation piece, maybe there's something that he wants to try that you, that hasn't been feeling comfortable talking about it with. And so maybe sitting down and say, Hey honey, like, do you want to like 
try something new? Like, do we want to spice things up a little bit? Um, and maybe that means, you know, just trying to break out of the mundane, like sex can, especially if you're feeling, if you're married or you're in like a really committed relationship, um, it can feel almost just like a chore, like mundane, like it's the same thing, just a different day. And so if you're feeling like that and you're feeling like, oh, uh, I don't really want to do this. And like, I don't really feel like doing this. Or you're feeling like more of a chore. Ask yourself, like, how can I spice things up? How can we spice things up to make it feel better? And maybe that means adding toys or reading or, you know, reenacting things or adding, you know, sexy lingerie or whatever the case may be. Like, don't feel embarrassed about something that you might enjoy. That is one thing that reading very different genres in the romance and the smut section that like across the board, like different kinks and stuff like that, like it has empowered me to say, why couldn't I enjoy this, right? Just because it's taboo, just because, you know, somebody on the other, whatever may say it's weird, like, the person that you're being intimate with or the person that you're in a relationship with is not going to judge you for it. And if he is, then that's something you probably need to talk about. But if you should feel openly and freely about talking about sex with anybody, it should be your significant other. Like the worst thing that happens is y'all have a difference of an opinion and you guys can open the conversation and find a happy medium. And then you guys maybe could find something that, oh my God, we love this. And it's amazing. Like I didn't even know. And I will tell you, I had zero idea about anything when it came to sex. Like I was so naive and just from reading different books, it's like opened up my, my just horizons to say, wow, this people do this. Like that sounds actually kind of cool or, oh wow, that's a thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. And it just kind of gets your curiosity rolling and it gets you more comfortable and more confident in that area. Y'all, I feel like we all could use more confidence. All of us. We could all use more confidence, especially in the bedroom, especially within our own bodies, especially with how we feel about ourselves. And I mean, as a bigger woman myself, I have always been so afraid, like, oh, like, I don't want to do this position or I don't want to do this or I don't want to hurt them or, you know, oh, can only with the lights off or oh, only on this place or only on this. And it's like, but why? Why do we feel like we have to be limited? Why do we feel like we shouldn't feel the sexiest and we shouldn't feel amazing and we shouldn't feel these things like it's time to give ourselves our power back. Like, I don't know. It just, it baffles me. It baffles me. And for me, especially for so long, especially, you know, with, I don't know, just how I've always pictured it. Like, oh, these fit people and they do all these crazy things and that's not possible for me and all these things. It's like, but why? Why can't you feel absolutely gorgeous? Why can't you have a healthy sex life? Why can't you, you know, learn to love the skin that you're in? Why? Just remember, you are beautiful. You are so beautiful and you deserve to feel beautiful and you deserve to feel so confident in it and that the person that you're with, they love you. They want to experience this with you. And, you know, a lot of times it can be all in our head and all in how we feel about ourselves, which it all starts with us. Like, that's one thing, like it all starts with us and our significant others can tell us we're beautiful till they're blue in the face. But unless we feel it, then that's not going to change anything. Now I'm going to talk about the one thing and I've talked about it a lot on this podcast so far already, but we're going to really get into depth. The one thing that's really changed the game for me and that is reading and I know okay please before you tune me out right now and you say I'm not a reader I don't read I don't do just fucking listen to me just 
be a grown up and listen to me. <laughs> I feel like so many times we like to tune people out if we've already made our mind up about something. But the best thing we can do is have an open mind, have a perspective. If you're not a reader, I can guarantee you it's probably because you have not read a book that you love yet. And that was me. I was not a reader. I have never been a reader. Back when bitches were reading fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, I was like, I don't read. I'm not going to read that shit. I'll watch the movie. Like that was my mindset on it. And in March, I decided to pick up my first romance book and it changed everything for me. Like, and I feel like they've gotten darker and darker and darker as I've gotten more confident in my selections of books and more confident and, and comfortable in what I actually enjoy. But it started with Coho. It started with a Colleen Hoover book and it kind of piqued my interest a little bit on Spice. And then like I just went down a fucking black hole and I found myself enjoying enjoying having wine with the devil like I don't know I it just it, it escalated very quickly but figuring out something that I enjoy and something that helps heighten my libido and gets me in the mood y'all enjoying sex has never been something that I ever did. Like it always felt like a chore for me. Like even, you know, when I was my healthiest, I just, I never felt, I don't know. I just never felt that way. And once I added reading and once I added the spice factor in my books, like I will tell you always in the mood, (laughs) like always. And it's just made me feel happier and sexier and reading about it and just feeling just more confident in more confident in it, but also giving me that urge. And so y'all, when I tell you just open up your horizons and I'm going to give you some good, good suggestions. We're going to start pretty tame. And then for my season, like I want to get wild and freaky. Like I'm going to escalate that shit for you with my suggestions, but just do me a favor. And if you don't do anything I ask of this entire podcast, which I'm going to give you guys some steps and stuff like that at the end, like just think about it. Just start a book and read a hundred pages of it, a hundred pages. And if you hate it and you're like, this is stupid, I don't want to do this, then don't. But just give it a chance, really give it a chance and try some different ones. And I promise you, I promise you, y'all, if you just, it'll change everything. You will enjoy it. And that is one thing that I have found has been so enjoyable for me is reading and figuring out the kind of spice that I like and the kind of books that I like and the kind of stuff that really, you know, gets me excited and comfortable talking with my husband and all that stuff. And so just try, just pick up a book and try. Um, Now let's go with suggestions because I know y'all are like, okay, I will try. I will listen to you, Allie. I will pick up a book and I will try because I will tell y'all like, there's just something so much better than a book than watching like porn or something. Like, like, let's be real. We know that shit's fake. We know that shit is just like disgustingly fake and like, it's just whatever. But if you read it, you can feel the passion. You can feel the angst. You can feel all of that and you can imagine it in your mind the way you want to. And maybe that means like you're imagining you and your husband in that specific area, right? Or maybe you're imagining yourself or whatever the case may be, but like, it's just, it's so much more, I don't want to know, like sexier than trying to like watch porn with your husband or something. Like, I don't know. Porn to me just feels, it feels gross because I'm like, this shit's fake. Like, it's like fucking uh, WWE wrestling or some shit. Like, we know they've got fucking blood packs that they're 
hitting each other on the face and all the punches are fake. Like, why why do we watch that? <laughs> Same thing about, I know. Okay, another topic for another day. So let's get back to the, y'all, y'all, I told you this gonna get a little weird and freaky up in here. All right, so let's start with my suggestions for if you are tip, dipping your toe. We're gonna dip our toe into the spice. We're gonna dip our toe into the romance. We're gonna give it a try. My favorite Dip Your Toe In series is the Miles High Club by T.L. Swan. And it's a like a three book series, which the fourth one's coming out soon. Um, it's Stopover, Casanova, Takeover, um, and then there's a fourth one coming. Stopover, it's immaculate. It's chef's kiss. They've got good banter. They've got good dialogue. They've got good spice. Um, and so that is a really good one to step your toe in. It's not too graphic, but it's got a good amount of everything for you to really kind of get a feel for it and see how you like it. Um, and so Stopover is one of my favorites. And then I didn't really like The Takeover, but The Casanova, I did. So those two books. Then if you're also like, okay, I, I can do that. I like that. Dr. Stanton by T.L. Swan is also a really, 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 really good spice. Um, it's, it's like a love story spice. Anything Teal Swan, I feel like, is a really good start point. Anywhere from Dr. Stanton to Stopover to Mr. Masters. That one is an age gap. So if you don't like taboo age gaps, like that one's a nanny and the dad or whatever, the single father. So if that's not your cup of tea, that one might not be for you. But if that doesn't really bother you and you've got like oh, I can be the nanny kind of fetish, then hey, girl, I love it. I am a sucker for a good age gap, so I am not here to judge. Um, so those are really, really good starting points. Now, if we're wanting to spice it up even more, I've got two areas. <laughs> I've got two areas that are always spicy, always level five spice, um, and they're two different areas. So the first one is QB Tyler. I fucking love anything QB Tyler. She's an instant author for me. I will read everything. She is in the taboo age gap kind of genre, meaning that taboo, which is like, it's forbidden love, a professor and a student, a, um, step sibling, stuff like that. But the spice and the uh, immaculate. So if you're like, mm, that doesn't bother me, I could go with a little bit of taboo, then read QB Tyler. My favorite from her is Unconditional. Runner up is Bittersweet. It's a bittersweet duo um, between a husband or not a husband, a, between a, a wife and her therapist. Um, but it's not like super bad infidelity because the husband's a jackass and nobody fucking likes him. So don't let that deter you. Um, but those are some really good ones. So QB Tyler, really anything from her is going to be immaculate on the spice level. The next other side is Sarah Kate. Sarah Kate is the one who has educated me in the sex area. She has educated me with the Sassa, Sassa something players club. Um, you'll have to Google it because I, I can't pronounce what it is, but basically that series is about some dudes, dudes and a wife. Um, so four people, they run a sex club. And so it follows their lives, them finding love. And then each of them have their own different kink. So it's talking about ones like a dom sub, meaning like 
dominant and a, a submissive. The next one is a voyager and an exhibitionist, meaning like somebody that likes to watch people have sex and then somebody who likes to perform and have people watch them. Um, and then the third book is uh, like a poly couple. So they like to join. So if that doesn't like turn you off and like that's not too much for you, it's a really good education book and it's a really good like, okay, this is different. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know like there was different I, mean, I, I I was so naive, but that educated me. Um, she also has another book, uh, called, another book called Gravity. That one's a little out there. Not gonna lie, it's a little out there, but it is it is very spicy. And so, figuring out which just kind of way you like. So I would always suggest easing your way in and then opening up your mind, getting your horizons opened and figuring it out. Um, and maybe those are too much for you. The Twisted series is really good. So Twisted Love and Twisted Games by Anna Huang is really good. And if you guys want all of these suggestions, I have a Google Sheet linked in my Instagram bio at Ali Griffith. Um, and I've rated all of them on a level of spice and triggers and also kind of like the genres, the tropes in them. So it's a really good way for you to get started and figuring it out. Also, The Lawyer is really good. So there's a bunch. So just go and pull that Google sheet and just pick one and figuring out and seeing if that could be something that helps you. Um, and, and just opening up your mind. Like if anything, I want us to get comfortable talking about it, get comfortable talking about sex, get comfortable talking about, you know, different avenues in it, like toys and stuff like that. Like why? That's another topic for another day, how taboo toys are, which can very, very, very much enhance your experience with your significant other. So don't, don't knock it till you think about it. Um, but just let's get comfortable talking about it. Let's get comfortable talking about our sexuality. Let's get comfortable talking about how we feel about ourselves and how that transpires in that area and how we can improve like y'all it starts with us it starts with our self-love it starts with how we feel about ourselves, but it also starts with us being open and honest with those that we are intimate with okay so I hope this helped if you guys like this episode and you want to keep this topic rolling we can definitely add it to the rotation if you've got serious questions about it or questions in general you can always email those at be that be at pot be that be pod at gmail.com. Um, or you can DM me or anything like that. But if you enjoyed this episode, if it was helpful, if it kind of just helped open up your eyes and maybe your heart to having discussions about it, then share it on your stories. Tag me. I'd love to thank you. Um, just sharing your stories makes it makes me so happy to be able to see that you're really enjoying these episodes. Um, so yeah, I guess we're, that's it. We're, we've talked about it. We've talked about sex and we're going to go have lots of sex now, right? Y'all <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I'm going to leave y'all like I leave you every single time in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch, whatever that bitch is to you. I love y'all and I'll see you next Wednesday.